Hi, this is Caroline Aaron, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts with a reminder that we'll continue our conversation with longtime CBS marketing executive Paul Friedman later on the hour. Paul Friedman, also the author of the new novel, The Unexpected, Danny Green. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us for another look at DVD and streaming titles that we think will be of interest to you. Greg Airbar, co-author of Mouse Tracks, the story of Walt Disney Records. You can read Greg Airbar twice a month, cartoon research.com greg airbar also the author of a comprehensive biography of hanna barbera that will be due out in 2024 if i remember correctly although as we are having this conversation it is july 2022 and greg the uh, july 2022 is a significant month in hanna barbera history isn't it yes it is the 65th anniversary of the founding of Hanna-Barbera Productions. Yabba and, dabba do. Uh, yes, indeed. That's uh, Those words were spoken in outer space by Alan D. Shepard <laughs> when he was on one of his space missions. Well, it so that, must be important. It just goes to show the cultural significance of Fred Flintstone and Hanna-Barbera. So we will look forward to your comprehensive tome on Hanna-Barbera. And, of course, when your book becomes available for pre-order, which I imagine it will be, in the weeks and months ahead, we will tell people how to pre-order. I'll be up on my roof waving my arms. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for us tonight? Well, why don't we start with Hanna-Barbera? We'll do a series, all uh, outer space-related series, since we talked about Alan Shepard. Uh, one is on DVD, and the other two are available by streaming on the Boomerang app which is on the, uh, well, you get it any number of ways. HBO Max has some of their shows, quite a few, and so does uh, Amazon, where you can get the Boomerang app, which I love because it's very inexpensive and there's tons of stuff on it. Space Stars is the one that is on DVD from our friends at Warner Home Video. Space Stars was NBC's answer to Super Friends, which was the, the powerfully powerfully successful DC uh, Justice League series, the first real Justice League series on television and animation. And that was, we've talked about Super Friends a lot in the past uh, and how you could figure out the complicated way of getting those all on DVD. Uh, go back and, and uh, we may have some of those in the, in the archives. But that was so popular that NBC said, well, how can we have an hour-long show that has a whole bunch of superheroes in it too, but they can't be DC or Marvel. And so Hanna-Barbera went back into their their history and they took their superheroes and put them in a, filled up an hour with them. So you have some of the greats, Space Ghost and Herculoids and, and then a bunch of new ones. You've got, oh, now you've got Astro and the Space Mutts which makes no sense at all, but it's Hanna-Barbera, so who cares? I don't know how they got there, but no one's going to tell you. And Astro's there, but it doesn't make any sense, but who cares? Um, Astro and the Space Mutts uh, work for this guy who looks kind of like Burt Reynolds, who is a... Because <laughs> <laughs> it was... But, oh, did I mention that it was in 1981? 
So that was when he was a very big Well, that's probably why I don't remember and, because uh, 1981, so they, I don't think I was watching cartoons back then. Well, well, some of I was watching them for you, Ed. Okay. And <laughs> so so they they fight they fight crime and they all fight crime in outer space. And uh, Space Ace is the name of the, uh, the our, our friend Michael Bell, who has been on the show. Okay. He's yes. the voice of Space Ace. Um, and and then so you have them, and then you have the Teen Force, which is teenage outer space, and they're usually fighting the same guy every week, who is nothing but trouble. Uh, he is called, uh, and and this is a this is a great name for villain, Uglor. Uh, he's he's causing trouble every every week. Here's what's cool about it: they all have their separate adventures, and then they're interrupted by like space mysteries, where they'll be just a short adventure, and they'll say, "Now, why why did Uglor say that he would do this before the sun rose or something? And why was he lying?" And it would be like, "Well, because the sun can only do this on you know once a day or something." So they would teach you something with a little puzzlement, or they would do a magic trick. Or something like that, which is what Super Friends would do. Or they would teach a safety lesson. So they had interstitials, just like Super Friends. But then, what was cool was, at the end, the last cartoon, they would all join forces. Which you love it when they join forces. You know, who, who, who can stand the thrill of, of joining forces? So you'd have Space Ghost and the Herculoids and the, the Teen Force and <laughs> Astro. <laughs> And the space Why not? <laughs> why not? I don't know how he got there. Elroy is not there. I don't know why. But it's Santa Barbara. You have 60 seconds to explain in the theme song. Just sit down and watch and enjoy. It's not supposed to make sense. It's entertainment, folks. It's fun. And there's 10 of these. But, you know, they're an hour long. So it's 10 solid hours of entertainment. And, and they're on... Uh, DVD. Now, to go with those, to, there are two other shows. Now, these are even weirder, if you can imagine that, because Space Stars is done fairly straight, straight, uh, except for the Astro Space Muts. Those are more comical, but uh, the uh, the other stories are done fairly straightforwardly, like, like adventure stories. Um, these are comical space adventures, and also from our, our, our NBC people, which uh, what were you know? What were they thinking? But one is called Yogi's Space Race. Yogi's Space Race. One is called Galaxy Goofums. Okay. Now, Yogi's Space Race. It's an outer space race with Yogi and Huckleberry Hound and uh, other Hanna Barbera characters plus Brooke characters racing through space. Kind of like the Great Race, but twenty years before they thought of the Great Race. Or the wacky races. Or the wacky. Yeah, because all. Of that's right. Each one of them has a an outlandish design, a spacecraft. Yeah, I guess you could say the Amazing Race got their idea from the Wacky Races and Yogi's Space they kinda, Race. Yeah, yeah, they kinda, did. I would think because it all it all comes back to Hanna Barbera, doesn't it? Though doesn't it? And and I'm sure that during the Amazing Race they're pondering what would Yogi do <laughs> during this. Anyway, the, the centerpiece of Yogi Space Race, if, if, if people don't remember it but watched it, this will bring it back to you. The hero slash villain on Yogi Space Race literally was a hero slash villain, uh, played by the, the brilliant, legendary Frank Welker. It was a, a guy named Captain Good and his cat sidekick. 
But in reality, and this was a little disturbing in a way, too. In reality, he was actually this grizzled, horrible villain. And he would change. You know, he could, like, push a button and change into the into the bad guy. The Phantom Fink. Oh, the and Phantom that, Fink. Like, like... Pa- Phantom Fink is spelled with a P-A. Captain Good. Captain Good. And he did this really funny voice that was perfect, Mr. Perfect, uh, to this horrendous character... And, of course, the cat would go from clean cat to, to sinister sludge. And he would do what Dick Dastardly used to do, uh, you know, cheat and do. But occasionally, I, as I recall, Captain Good would actually win, but it wasn't fair because Captain Good was bad. Now, here's where it gets very, very confusing. What, but also what makes the show kind of fun. Gary Owens is the narrator. Gary, Owen, so Gary Owens, that. the voice of Space Ghost. Yes, yes, and laughing, you know, from beautiful downtown Burbank. And Dynamite. And, yes, Dog Wonder. Dog, Dynamite Dog Wonder, yes. He's a go-go dog who's not part of the Yogi Space Race. What's fun about his narration is that Yogi Space Race is, is such a broad comedy that it is a send-up of pretty much everything including TV. So the prize they win is presented like a game show prize. You can hear the audience go, ooh, it's like a trip somewhere in outer space. Uh, there are there are biographies of each of the contestants like they do on these kind of shows. And uh, Gary Owens just runs with it. His narration is very, very funny. So the show is about as satirical as it could get. It's very, very silly. And Yogi doesn't really get to do very much except just drive through space. So it's not, Yogi's there kind of because he's the star. Yogi is the front man. Yogi is the front man. He, he is. He's there for his star power. Yeah. Now, the companion series, which is often confused with Yogi's space race, as it, as it would understandably be, is Galaxy Goof-Ups. <laughs> okay. also has right. Yogi... <laughs> Now, I vaguely, I vaguely, I vaguely remember Galaxy Goofus. Well, this is the one. This is the one where, you, if you say I don't remember it, refresh my memory. I'll say this is the one with the disco scenes. Okay. That, where, where they would inevitably spend about two, three minutes in a disco, because this was 1978. Of course. Know what was popular in theaters? <laughs> everybody, everybody spent at least two minutes in a disco in 1978. Yes, including Yogi and Huck. Except perhaps Archie Bunker. No, you know, he never went to the... There was no discos on All in the Family, no. as I recall. As I recall, I don't think no. Maude ever... Maude never went to the disco. No. Um, but Yogi and his pals went, and if you listen carefully to the disco songs, which, reading the credits on this, which I enjoy doing, because you'll see veteran animation people in the credits the sequences were created as you know special special you know standalone sequences created for for the show some of those are, are vintage hanna-barbera songs including the immortal eat up or ah from the jetsons the, the jet screamer song which goes all the way back to 1962 it's just a disco version so they were doing what everyone was doing in the late 70s they were taking any conceivable song from Beethoven's Fifth to, you know, Brazil or anything and making it into a disco song. And Hanna-Barbera had 
eat bob pork, so why not? So in order to behold a disco version of eat bob pork, you can find that with Galaxy Goof-Ups. Now, this was different because they were a group of uh, kind of, uh, they were Galaxy Goof-Ups. They were a troop of supposed space police heroes that were sent on missions, but they weren't any good at it. And they were being led by Ben Snurdly, who was John Stevenson, uh, the veteran actor who was on almost every Hanna-Barbera cartoon. He was doing a Joe Flynn voice. She also did on the Hair Bear Bunch. Now, a um, little bit of background on why he was doing that. Joe Flynn was hired for the Hair Bear Bunch to play Mr. Peebly, but like some actors, he had difficulty being Joe Flynn in a cartoon and sustaining the Joe Flynn voice with that much dialogue. Because TV cartoons have a lot of dialogue. Now, I know he was in The Rescuers. People will go, wait a minute. Doesn't he know he was in The Rescuers? Yes, I know he was in The Rescuers. But if you look at the film, he doesn't have a ton of dialogue. But in Hair Bear Bunch, he talked a lot. Well, they this happened also with Jackie Mason as the aardvark. I and mean, we talked about this before. Jackie Mason felt that um, John Biner did a much better impression of him in the cartoon. They paid Jackie Mason, they hired John Biner. Same thing with Joe Flynn. Uh, John Stevenson was a tremendous mimic, and he did a great Joe Flynn, and that's what he did on, uh, on this show, too, as Captain Snurdly. So basically, they drive Captain Snurdly crazy, uh, and he's often having breakdowns and going on vacations and being advised to seek help and things like that. This has Joe Besser in it. He's in the other as well. Joe Besser, from uh, who was one of the Stooges briefly and was stinky on um, on the uh, Abbott and Costello show. Joe Besser had a second career for a while as a Hanna-Barbera voice, starting with, um, I believe it was the Genie cartoon. Yeah, he was the voice um, of the Junior Genie Babu. Yes. And Junior Genie Babu. Yeah. And so that's and that would be Yogi's Yogi's Space Race. So flying through space, not very well solving crimes, but somehow doing it anyway, but making a, always making a stop at the disco. That would be, that would be the essence. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things, you got to see it to get it, and there's nothing else like these things. (laughs) Okay, so Yogi's Space Race is available on the Boomerang app, correct? Yes, the, the, the episodes are streaming, um, and there's only 13 of those, of Yogi Space Race. Um, there's about an equal, no, of, of Galaxy Goof-Ups. There's only slightly more of uh, Yogi Space. No, there's 13 of each, because they ran them pretty much in tandem. Um, I don't know why they just didn't combine them together, because they were almost exact same show. Uh, and um, they ran around, the, yeah, they ran at the same time. But okay. those, those are... Okay, so Yogi Space Race and Galaxy Goop Ups. Galaxy Goop Ups. Both available on the Boomerang app. Both available on the Boomerang app. Uh, we're streaming, and you can and you can watch them over and over again. And just move your head to the side and say, "Wow!" While but it's loads of fun. While Space Stars is available on DVD through Warner Home yes, Video. Is. Okay. Yes, it is. All right. That is that that is called yes. that that is called a reset, for the for the benefit of people who are coming in in the middle of our conversation and wonder why are these guys talking yes. about obscure cartoons from the 1980s. 
because these cartoons are worth talking about. Absolutely. They're they're, enter, they're entertaining in themselves. And because they're just sit down and laugh and have fun and that's all you need to do. Because, because sometimes you just need to do that. And because everything comes back to Hanna Barbera. <laughs> yeah. Stay with us folks. We'll be right back. Are there more Hanna Barbera titles we're going to discuss today or do we cover everything? No, I think that'll that'll cover it for now. Okay. Let's, let's just leave it at that. All right. Well, that's that that is called a wrap then. Okay. You can read Greg Airbar twice a month cartoonresearch.com. Greg's comprehensive biography slash filmography of Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera, the recorded history coming, uh, will be available in 2024, but we will discuss it, I'm sure, many times before then, especially once it becomes available for pre-order. Greg, always good to talk to you. Thank you, Ed. We'll play more of our conversation with Paul Friedman, longtime CBS marketing executive and the author of The Unexpected, Danny Green, Weekabeck, on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.